Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Welcome to the Seven Nation Podcast here on YourPrepSports.com. Rob Howe joined by Ryan Merkin. We're recording on Wednesday, January the 12th, about noon. Um, this is early, kind of an early start for us, Ryan. Usually we kind of straggle into the 1230 range <laughs> here, but uh, we're on it today. Um, new year, new us. Yeah, we're focused and ready to go, Rob. At least Bring Rob is. <laughs> I don't know about me. Uh, why don't we start with uh, where we were last night? And that was at West Branch, the new gym out there. We've mentioned earlier that uh, beautiful new facility out there. Lots of room to shoot photos. And uh, really, I only care about myself. So Right. Um, good lighting. Yep. Good lighting. Good area to shoot from. So, yeah, I, hopefully everybody else enjoys it. But I enjoy it. <laughs> and uh, we had a split. We had the Regina girls winning and the West Branch boys winning. So, uh, schools each were happy and disappointed at the same time. Yeah, it was a good doubleheader, Rob, wasn't it? Yep. I mean, I thought. I felt bad know, for Ray Gilmore. It looked like he was having some issues with the uh, cell service there or something. So they couldn't uh, broadcast the, the game. Yeah, that, that's, that was unfortunate. I, and you know what? We were there before break, I think right before break. And I didn't notice it. I guess I just didn't. Um, didn't try to do anything on my phone. You know, obviously I'm, I'm working, but sometimes I'll have, but you're, you text me and yeah. it came through and I had a couple other texts from people. So my texts were coming through because we've talked about this before. Not, I'm sure other people realize this too. And there's a million other factors, you know, who your cell provider is, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't, I don't get texts when I'm inside Liberty. It's like a bunker. Yeah. My texts won't go through and they won't go out. And I, I couldn't even tell you who we have. And that's terrible. But my wife, I don't know, Verizon, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But my texts were coming through and everything. So I didn't think about it. But at halftime, I did go um, to, to pull up an app to look at uh, scores, you know, from college Last basketball. Night? Yeah. And, and, it, and it wouldn't work. And then I saw that and I was like, oh, I mean, but because I'm always on my computer. Right. And, and they have a Wi-Fi that I can use. And so I'm not using sell but yeah my text come through so i guess i didn't notice it the first time but that's unfortunate but i'm sure there's you know if your texts are going through etc um you know i'm sure there's it maybe works for some people or doesn't but i'm sure these you know people at the school are listening just laughing because if, <laughs> if me and you were annoyed by it think about all these 
I know. high school kids that are in there that can't get their phone to work. There's probably <laughs> some strategy to that, right? They're yes. like, hey, when you build this, uh, if there's any way that you can make it so cell phones don't work and we can watch a bunch of and high school kids freak out every day, that'd the be administrator, awesome. The administrators <laughs> are like, yes, <laughs> we win. <laughs> it's like a minor i wouldn't even call it an inconvenience because i'm working i'm like oh well like i don't you know put my phone in my pocket and then i i felt bad because you texted me yesterday and had my phone in my pocket didn't even didn't even realize but no good good double header last night rob and um obviously stories are up um stories are up on on yourprepsports.com but a couple good bounce backs um you know for the teams that won um and it's probably time we've talked about this a lot on the pod since mid December, but looking at the RBC South race, the girls race, it's probably time to start, you know, there's a long way to go, obviously. Um, and, and, you know, a lot of big games left, but it's probably time to start talking about Regina is, is the favorite there. Just an incredible stretch to, to open 2022 for them. Uh, it, and really, you know, as we, as it sits today, they're 10 and one, um, game up on West Liberty at eight and two in the loss column and, and a couple up on West Branch who's seven and three. So, um, and, and, you know, has head to head wins over both those teams. So just a great start for Regina to start 2022. Yeah. The, uh, the Miller guardy backcourt is going to be, uh, that's going to be problematic for opponents in the postseason. I, I go back to sometimes <laughs> the best stuff you get, you know, is, is talking to opposing coaches. A lot of times, you know, which, yeah. which I do, I try to do. And a lot of times it's not even interviews. I just, you know, I, I know, um, you know, have a relationship with some of these people and, and um, talk to the Mount Vernon coaches after they played. And they were like, man, their, their guards are really good. And then talk to Jamie Smith from Solon um, after Solon beat them by, you know, four or five. And that was a really good game. And he was like, he thought their guards were good, but they're, they're really good. And, and uh, Grace Gardy was, I think, and she's played a lot, Rob. I mean, she's basically, I, I don't know. I, I honestly can't remember if she started as a freshman, but she's played starters minutes now for three years. She's played a ton. And so I've seen her play a lot of games that last night was maybe the best I've ever seen her. Um, just in, in Morgan Miller for being a freshman that's, you know, now in that's now played, you know, I can look there, there, what did I just say? They're, they're 10 and three overall. So she's played 13 high school games, but those two are just in total control uh, and it allows them to do a lot of things on offense and in deep and on defense with how good those two are and how well they move. But um, that was the kind of the thing that I noticed last night was just um, in transition, um, you know, they would get steals or, or lose balls at half court and, and they just, they're so explosive, especially Guardy that um, those aren't controlled breaks. Those aren't three on twos or three on threes they just become one on zeros, you know, because she's just, she was so explosive, but um, she missed four straight shots, three straight threes uh, to end the first quarter. Uh, and, and West Branch was up 13 to nine and West Branch played, I thought really well outside of a couple stretches. They had a, they had a three minute stretch to start the third quarter in like a three minute stretch to end the third quarter uh, where Regina kind of got on them. And other than that, it was, um, it was a really good game. It was nine, two to start the third and then 9-0 to end the third, and that was kind of the difference for him. But Gardy missed those four straight shots, three straight threes to end the first quarter, and then didn't miss again. Hit two threes in the second, two threes in the third, hit a, hit a, had a breakaway layup that I was talking about in, in the fourth, 
Um, and then hit a free throw. I mean, she was fantastic, Rob. 18 points. Just And it's not just that. It's just the game gets tight. Um, you know, those two can pull it out. They don't turn it over. Um, you know, Regina turned it over nine times last night. Um, didn't turn it over in the fourth quarter. I mean, you turn it over. And, and West Branch is one of the best defensive teams in 2A every year. I mean, they're so good on defense. And um, when you have guards like that, and, and you know, we always talk about this on here, senior guard, senior guard, neither of them are seniors yet, you know, Gardy's a junior, Morgan's a yeah. Miller's a freshman. So they're going to put them in a lot of opportunities. And then, um, you know, as, as good as they were, and they were really good. Uh, Lily Simpson continues to be, to be really good for them, Rob. She had 16 and six last night, but um, you know, did a really good job as, as they tried to pack it in on, on Delaney Lineskis, who's just, a handful inside she had 12 um but she scored you know basically the two of the first three possessions of the game I think um they threw it into her and she scored and then Regina kind of started to collapse on her went to a little zone uh, paid a lot of attention to her and, and they they just made it those guards again coming back to that those guards and then they have some length riled out on the perimeter too with with Allie Clark and Allie Dillon and, and Hope Simpson and they did a really good job of you know clogging up those passing lanes and, and making it hard to get it inside but um, these two teams will play again the last game of the regular season and um, it'll be good again. I mean, this, you know, it ends up 12. I don't want to say it wasn't that type of a game because Regina kind of controlled the second half, but this is a tie game at halftime, you know, so it wasn't like a one team was in control the entire way. Um, West Branch turned it over a little bit more than what they normally do. I think I had them for 17, which is pretty uncharacteristic for, for West Branch teams, but um this, this race is, is, you know, Regina's in the driver's seat, but it's far from over. You know, you know they have another one with West Branch, another one with, with West Liberty. Um, both of those two at home, which is good for them. But, Rob, the, the stretch that they had to start this year, they beat Cascade, beat West Liberty, lose to Monticello on Saturday. I was at that, lost by four, uh, and then beat West Branch. So, you know, I talked to Mary Halverson out on Saturday. I said, hey, you know, I know you want to win these games. Like, no coach is going to be like, oh, you know, it's okay. We lost. <laughs> but, you know, if I would have told you you'd be two and one this week, and she's like, oh my gosh, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, I mean, we'll take it. Right. I mean, these are all really tough games and you don't get time off. And then, so to be three and one in that stretch in Monticello, ironically, is the only team that's not ranked, which they're 3A. I mean, they're, everybody understands how good they are. You know, I mean, that's just kind of a, just the way it goes sometimes. But, yeah, great start for them, Rob, to put them in put them in position to – yeah, I mean, if you win that league, you're going to put yourself in really good position in the postseason when you look at how good that, that league is. And we can kind of leave it at that. But if you're at the top of that league with as successful as that league has been in the postseason at the state tournament with, you know, West Branch as a semifinalist last year, what Cascade's done, uh, what Monticello's done these past few years, what a lot of these teams have done in, in regionals at the – or in – we have regionals and then what they've done at the state tournament, um, what Regina's done in the past. If you win that league, I think that carries some weight um, with where you're set up in the postseason. So be exciting next couple of weeks to see how that continues to shake out. And to see how West Branch handles the second meeting with, with Regina and how much improvement they can make. Because uh, as we talked about earlier when we were talking about West Branch girls, they had to replace a lot. So it's going to be a, a season long grind of trying to trying to get, you know, all those new players and new roles indoctr- indoctrinated and 
Regina was smart. They took Lineskis out of it last night and uh, they weren't going to let her beat them. Yeah, and and the thing, I mean, they shot it okay last night, Rob. In fact, um, they were 11 for 20 in the first half, you know. And again, they just... They that was the turnover. It, it was the turnovers yeah. that you they don't imagine. and they don't turn it over a lot. And they did last night. Um, they missed some shots at the rim, you know, during they missed a couple shots at the rim during each of those runs in the third quarter that maybe could have, you know, obviously it's it's more points, but maybe could have um you know flipped the momentum a little bit. And it was just I, I give a ton of credit to Regina. It was just you look at some of the shots that you know, and Gardy had two of them, two threes during had three during each of those runs. Um, you know, it was 18, seven, they outscored him in the, in the third quarter. And it was just when, whenever she kind of needed a big shot or when they needed a big shot, it seemed like she hit it, but I really, I, I'm, I'm not just saying this. I still really like this West branch team. Um, you know, you have a, kind of an anchor with Lunescus, but, um, we're talking about guards. Uh, August Palmer is going to be a real problem for people for a long time, Rob. Um, yep. she's really smooth. Um, you know, again, another kid that's played, you know, 11 varsity games now, but she's really smooth. Um, she can handle the ball. She can, she can get to the rim again. They're playing that zone and it made it a little bit tough for her. They, they kind of played her at the top of that zone a little bit and trying to get a little high, low. She's a good passer, but, um, yeah, I mean, they were just, that's a team that, you know, had a lot of experience that was, you know, throwing some, throwing some different looks at, at a team that, that has a lot of players playing for the first time. But um, I, you know, Kylie Pickett can shoot it. She was four of seven from three last night. If she can shoot it well, they, they probably need to get a little bit more out of a couple more players. You know, they only had four players score last night, but um, you know, West Branch, I really like their team. They're obviously super well coached. Um, they've got a little bit of a, of a interesting schedule here now, Rob, they have Mount Vernon on Monday. Um, they're off till Monday. They have Mount Vernon on Monday and that'll be a, obviously a challenging game for them. And then they go to Monticello, um, have North C- have go to North Cedar, but then the next week they have um, Solon on Monday um, and then, and then close with games against Wilton, West Liberty, Mid Prairie and Regina all back to back. And when you look at the standings, I mean, we're not talking about th- this, this gives you an idea of truly how good the RVC, the RVC South, but um really the whole league is this year in girls basketball. I mean, we, we've talked about how good, you know, the, the top of the South is with Regina and West Liberty and West branch and how good of a race it's going to be. And I still believe, you know, right now, Regina's only losses to Monticello, obviously, but I still believe that, you know, some of these other teams are going to beat each other. You know, there's going to, somebody's going to hand some somebody else. They're, these teams are just too good uh, with West Liberty and West branch, but you know, mid Prairie seven and four uh, Wilton six and four. And as you talk to coaches, I mean, you know, those teams are good enough to beat you. Certainly uh, those are good teams as well. So yeah, it will be a, a challenging end of the season for, for West branch, but you can, and you were there, you can see when you watch them, they've certainly got pieces um, that they can be a really tough team to beat. On the boys side, Ryan, um, West branch emerges victorious 78, 59 um, hit shots early and, and, um, built the lead and kind of didn't look back. And it was interesting. Again, story is up on the website and you can kind of, you can read about this too. It's what I wrote about, but um, talking to Jason Kern, they gave up and we talked about this on the pod. I know that they've played really good games with mid Prairie and, and mid Prairie is really, 
really established themselves as the as the best team in this league on on either side. I think here since we last talked about it, um, beat a really good Williamsburg team the other night, who's ranked. Uh, they're eleven and zero. They they hammered Durant last night, and then they they have a huge one. Um, if you just like basketball on on Saturday against Monticello, who th- those are the two best teams in the league. Um, you know, and and the winner of that can kind of will probably be state claims the overall champ. But anyway, um, West Branch gave up. Um, I, I got to look here. I'm gonna make sure I have this. Gave up 75 um, last Friday at, at Mid Prairie, and we've talked about this. Those are those are two really good programs, two really good coaches. And Mid Prairie is probably a better team this year, Rob. But but obviously, like you know, West Branch and Coach Kern, they're, they're not the type with that within that program. They're going to concede anything to anyone, right? And they went down there and they gave up seventy five points. And we didn't specifically talk about that game, but they've played a lot of zone this year. West Branch has. They were really successful with it last year, um, and they had a lot of length last year with Simon Palmer and, and Jeff Bowie at the bottom of that, and, and then just even some of their other guards. Um, and they came out last night and played man to man and talking to, talking to Jason Kern about it after the game, you know, and, and he had a quote that's in my story about this, but he's like, you know, if we're going to, we kind of decided he, we want to get some energy. We're hoping that the man to man can just kind of give us energy, not just on defense, but, but on both ends, just, you know, just be an injection of energy. Um, and, and I'm not, this isn't a quote, but I, I'm kind of summarizing what he said. It's, it's sometimes tough, you know, when you're playing zone, you know, to challenge guys. It's like, well, you know, I, I, I was supposed to be here, but it's not really, he's like in man to man. It's like, this is your guy, right? Don't let your guy score. And they kind of wanted to challenge their guys that way. They wanted the energy, but then he just, you know, was really blunt and said, Hey, if we're going to make a run, like if we're going to make a run at the end of this year, we got to do it playing man to man defense. We don't think we're going to be able to do it playing zone. They came out man to man. And it's not like it was just over. I mean, it's 16-10 after the first quarter. It's 42-26 to 26 at halftime. But that I, – I think that they got exactly what they wanted because the energy was really high. You know, I mean, it was it was 7-1, to one, then it was 14-6, to six, and there was multiple, you know, steals. I think three straight – or three steals that led to layups in that. You know, just transition layups. You know, out playing passing lanes, getting tips, getting the ball and going the other way. And – they're not a bad offensive team, Rob, but that's the other thing is when you can get 8, 10, 12 points a game directly off your defense, it makes you a much better offensive team. And I think that's the other thing that they were looking for from that. You know, West Branch shoots 56%, matched their season high with 78 points. So, um, yeah, I thought it was a good change. I, they've got the athletes, you know, Peyton Miller, you look at their guards, Peyton Miller, Holden Arneman, Brady Knoop, um, those are guys that are you know, really good athletically capable of going out and, and guarding guys on the perimeter and, and getting up into guys and, and, and causing problems. Now, if they're going to play man to man, it's going to be a little challenging for them. They're not really big. Mm-hmm. And there are some big teams out there. Um, you know, Wilton obviously has an elite big guy. Um, you know, mid Prairie has some size, et cetera, et cetera. So you're going to have to get tough, get creative there. Um, if you're, you know, to play man to man, they have some West branch has some big, strong kids. They don't have a lot of height. So I'm sure that's the drawback. We didn't talk about that. Uh, I didn't talk about that with Coach Kern, but you got to find a way to um, defend the post. But I like the move for them. Uh, I think it fits what they are. I think that's what we'll see from them going forward. And they just kind of got to buy into that, you know, toughness on the perimeter and, and jam up those passing lanes and and see what they can do. But 
Um, I thought, I thought at least the energy wise, Rob, they got exactly what they wanted was it was a real nice boost of energy. And they looked, they looked motivated. And that was the other thing that we talked about a little bit too, was you lose a game to a rival. It's not an overly close game. It's a 20 point game or whatever it was. It helps when you flip the calendar, you, you come back and you say, okay, who do we have next? And you have an even bigger rival, right? And West Branch, I thought, answered the bell pretty well yesterday. For sure. Impressed with uh, with their guards as well as the Regina girls' guards. So um, interesting to see how they they move forward. Um, stay on the boys' side, Ryan. Uh, I think a score that caught people's eyes. Uh, Iowa City West lost its first game of the season, and I'm glad I'm not at practice today with Bernie. <laughs> well, I, I haven't seen a lot on this one. Obviously, it definitely did catch my eye. And, and you look at that game, it's, you know, three-point game at halftime. You know, Hempstead outscored him by, by nine in the third quarter. And then I'm, I'm presuming shot a bunch of free throws late because as I was following it on Twitter, you know, it ends up, what, 71-54. Um, so I'm guessing they shot some free throws late in that one. But yeah, you know, Weston moved up to, to third in the AP rankings this week that came out on Monday. So, um, but again, you know, broken record here, but again, it speaks, I, I, I was um, tweeting back and forth with Jeff Johnson from the Cedar Rapids Gazette, who's, who's covered this league a lot longer than I have. Um, you know, I've followed this league since I was in high school and I, I really don't remember a year, Rob, when top to bottom, it was this balanced. It was this balanced. Um, and that's when I say that there's no elite teams, I'm not taking, I mean, West is really good. Um, Prairie's very good. Cedar Rapids Kennedy is very good. Cedar Falls is very good. I'm not putting these teams down, but it's like, when you're talking about the MVC, you're talking about, you know, how many state championships has West won in the last decade? State championship, where they're the best team in the state. How many has Cedar Falls won? I mean, I think Cedar Falls has played for, three of the last four or something like that and won a couple in there. Um, so you're talking about teams that are the best. Team. I mean, Dubuque senior had, had, you know, won championships and played for championships in there. So you're looking at Linmar going back a ways. It's like, this is a conference that always has some of the best teams. I don't know that there's a team that's at that level, but I mean, top to bottom. So it speaks to that a little bit too. I think Hempstead, um, you maybe haven't pulled up. I think Hempstead is like a game or two over 500. I saw him against City High. Uh, was was really impressed. I mean, they have a six eleven guy that can move, that can score. They've got a couple guys, a couple guards that can that can hit shots, and they're good athletes. Um, with Strohmeyer, and they're they're tough. But that's kind of the valley, night in and night out. And you say it, and you're like, oh yeah, you know, anybody can beat anybody. But you know, but then you you leave, and you're like, but. Cedar Falls isn't going to lose and Kennedy's not going to lose and West isn't going to lose. Well, and I think, you know, that, that can happen to guys too. Oh yeah. We know these teams are good, but you know, we're not going to lose. Look, this league is really, I mean, you look down at just on, just on the Valley side, which West is in Kennedy, Xavier. I mean, you know, Xavier and West play a two point game last week, you know, Cedar Rapids Jefferson, they're six and three. They already beat Cedar Falls. Hempstead, you know, they're one and three in conference. You know, they have this win now, Dubuque Senior, Waterloo West. I mean, this league is just, it, again, it speaks to that, I think. In, in um, City High and Waller on the other side played a great game last night. Waller ends up winning by two. But that's another, that's another great example of this. I mean, um, just looking through it, 
you look at some of the scores and it it doesn't make a ton of sense sometimes um when you start looking at at who was beat who and all that stuff but it, we've talked about this with other leagues this league probably more than any other rob i mean you you better you better buckle up i mean you know jeff beats Syrupus Jefferson beats Cedar Falls. Liberty High comes back and beats him. You know what I mean? Beats Jefferson. Liberty High got a good win last night, too, by the way. Um, and we've talked about how close they've been. They got a good win over Western Dubuque. But it's just – it's it's going to be night in and night out. Um, you know, teams are going to beat each other. That's just – I think it speaks to the, the strength of this league, Rob. Yeah, you mentioned uh... – the big guy for Hempstead, Cameron Fens. Um, He's some, alone. Some of those mid to low majors may want to look at him. Um, he, I, he looks like a guy who, you know, maybe year two, year three at that level. Um, he looks like one of those guys that that's, has a chance. Big guys, you look at hands and feet, right? Yeah. And I was really impressed by his hands. Um, you know, when I saw him play against City High, um, soft hands, you know, I mean, he, but he's just, he's a load. I mean, he is absolutely a load and, and can move, you know, well enough, but yeah, he's tough. And I mean, that's the thing is, is at the high school level, I'm, it's not, you just don't see a lot of guys like that, right? So it's a totally different, it's a totally different, not just prep, but it's a totally different, um, it's a totally different plan. It's a totally different game when you play against them. Um, because he's legitimately, you know, six eleven and, and is just a load inside. He's a he's a really good player. I agree with that, Rob. I don't I haven't you know looked too deep into that, but he, he'll he'll make somebody a lot better, but some team a lot better for sure. Yeah, my guess is eventually uh interest will pick up on him. Um I I think about the kid from Davenport Assumption that uh, ended up at Drake and then Minnesota. I think a lot of people missed on him. So yeah. his, what was his name again? Liam Robbins. Liam Robbins, yeah. Yeah. It's kidding. Yeah, I think that's a pretty I think that's a pretty good comp. He was maybe well, I was gonna say he was maybe more athletic, but that was but you wouldn't have said that in high school. No. You wouldn't have said that at all in high watching him in high school. You know, and, and credit to him for how much improvement he made, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think that's a pretty good comp, Rob. Somebody will get him somebody will get a nice piece there. Um, I know Fran uh, was there watching uh, Jack last night, and I know uh, Iowa coaches are impressed with the kid. I'm not sure scholarship-wise, but uh, if somebody doesn't scoop him up um, scholarship-wise, I could definitely see Iowa as a path to walking on, um, but I think the kid can probably get a ride. Um, anything else on the boys' side from last night or looking ahead that uh, you want to touch on, and we'll flip back over to the girls' side? Yeah, um, Clear, Creek, Clear Creek Amanda continues to win. Um, and, and they've started out, I want to, I have it pulled up. I want to look at it to make sure I have it right. So they've started out Benton, um, South Tama, Vinton, Shellsburg, all, these are all basically 30 point wins. Um, 78, 51, 69, 31, 60 to 30. I, I'm, I'm certainly not, you know, putting anybody down. Those, those are, those are results that, that you would have anticipated that would be like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're playing well, obviously, but now, now it gets it gets interesting for them. Um, they've kind of they've had the opposite of some of these other teams that we've talked about. You know, Regina girls and stuff. They come out. You have three games 
Uh, you win them lopsided. And, and they ran into this a little bit in the past in these other years, Rob, where they've, they've had some of these games like this, um, you know, and then, and then you get jolted into a good game and it maybe, it maybe takes some time uh, for them to rev up, but they've got Beckman on Friday at home. That should be a fantastic game. Beckman's the leading the East um, division. So that's the West division leader, East division leader. Um, I really like Clear Creek. I'm excited to get out and watch them again. They, 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 I mean, I, I like to see where they're at now as far as, you know, I know what to expect from Ben Swales. I know what to expect from Kyle Schrepfer, um, even Grant Cruz, who's been, who I thought was really good the first time I saw him. He's had a nice year for them. Um, but Harrison Rosenberg's been been productive for them of late. I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see if those other, you know, four through seven guys, uh, what kind of development they've made from when I saw him, because I saw him really early. Um, so I'm kind of excited to see where those guys are at. Again, you know, Clerkery, I think, is eighth this week in the 3A rankings. I really like him. As a team, I'm just excited to see what type of improvement they've made because, again, as we talked about early, they were one of those teams that had – they lost so much, you know, so, such a high percentage of their scoring, their production all around. So they had a lot of get new guys playing, and it takes some time sometimes. But they have Beckman, and then they go to Williamsburg, um, who handed them their only loss. They go to Williamsburg next Tuesday. Um, and then Independence in, in a pretty good Burlington team. So they've got a nice stretch here, Rob. It's going to tell us a little bit more about them. I mean, this is this is easily their toughest stretch. They started with Solon, Makokita, and Grinnell um, in the Nat Mount Vernon, which is which is a pretty good stretch. But this is easily their toughest stretch. I mean, they, they get independence again in that stretch who they beat by seven the first time. So these next two get back-to-back games are going to be really tough. Um, but then you know, you throw in independence, Burlington. Um, this will be a good stretch for them. I'm excited to see kind of what they can do here. Yeah, that's, I think that's the one team that we have not shot photos of yet, right? Clear Creek boys? That is correct. We need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> we will get out, Sorry, I promise. Sorry, Clear Creek. That's, uh, it's just the way that it works out. We've had, yep. um, I was over there. I think I was over there when you were in Indianapolis, Rob, if I, if, if I remember right. But Rob and I have had some uh, personally scheduling stuff. I've seen them, but I think, I think that is. I think that's right. I think you were you were in Indianapolis, but yeah, we'll get over there. Sense. We'll get over there. How the schedule shakes out. Uh, going through the girls' scores, Ryan, other than the Regina West Branch, which you've already hit on, uh, City High, nine, 19-point win at Waller. West High, um, do my math here, 23-point win against Hempstead. Uh, Shellsburg uh, beats Clear Creek Amana. Uh, Maquoketa nips Solon. And Liberty High beats Western Dubuque. Yeah, tough, tough loss for Solon. Yeah, um, that they've was had some tough ones, man. They they have, and and again, I know it's a broken record. It's cliched. It's all those things, but that league's good. These leagues are all. I I mean, I'll just I'll the RBC, the WAMAC, the MVC. They're all really good. Um, and and for whatever reason, Makoka is a tough place to play. Um, it's a little bit of a drive. They've got like a little. It's a really cool gym. It's one of my favorite gyms, actually. They've got like a little arena set up there but teams seem to struggle there a little bit but tough one for Solon um really kind of under the radar good win for uh for Liberty last night um 60 to 46 at Western Dubuque another place to play another tough place to play in that conference kind of under under the radar tough place to play but 
we've talked about this a bunch, but just the, the gauntlet a little bit. Um, you know, they came back from break, lost that game to City High. Oh, you know, I mean, it's just even tougher than the West High ones. They're right there with number two, led that game the whole way, losing overtime. Then and we talked about it on the pod, I think, after that. Then they lose to Xavier, which, I mean, Xavier's really good. I mean, that's not one of those, like, oh, bad loss. I mean, that's a ranked top 10 team. But you lose that one. Um, so now they had, they had Western Dubuque, um, got Waterloo East on Friday. And it's like, again, we just talked about it with, with West boys. Yeah, th- that's a game you should win. But, you know, shoulds don't count. I mean, you don't play them on paper. I mean, you got to go win. So get that one. I think, you know, that's, again, kind of an under-the-radar important win for them on the road. Go to Waterloo East. Because then after that, uh, it's Waterloo West. Prairie, Cedar Falls, City High. So, boom, you know, you come back with, you know, number three. This is, you know, the rankings from last week. You come back with, um, what, three three out of four against top ten teams. Cedar Falls, ten. You know, City, two. Waterloo West, three. So, it's like you you got to get those wins. And I and, and not just the wins, but you got you to gotta continue to feel good. You know, I don't care if you're Liberty or, or City or whatever. I mean, it's like, you know, you can get – you can get beaten down when you play that many tough, tough games. Um, so I thought that was a good win for them, Rob, an important win for them. Um, and then City and West just, I mean, West, I saw them last Friday against Waterloo West, uh, and that got away from, a little, away from them a little bit. And, I mean, again, there's just not a better – there's not a team that does a better job of, of you know, I don't know what you, what you want to say, getting – rallying and it, it's one loss to a, to a the third ranked team in the state, but right. When you start to think that West High might, Oh man, you know, you watch them. They struggled to score in that game. Waterloo West is really good. They turned it over a bunch. Just, it didn't look like a West type game. And I've said this before in the, in seven, eight years covering that program, right. When you start to think, Oh man, you look ahead on the schedule and they've got all these tough games. They come back and, and look really good. And so, um, credit to Coach Mayer and his staff, but you know they they go get a win um, at Hempstead and I, City High is not messing around, man. That I I my wife and daughter went over on Friday. I was like Cedar Falls should be a good game against oh, City High, and that's uh, a top ten team. <laughs> yeah, City High's rolling. Yeah, that's a top. T- that one really surprised me. I mean, we talked about ones that stand. I mean. If you've followed girls basketball in this conference for six, seven, eight years, that hasn't happened to Cedar Falls a lot. Uh, that's a top 10 team. They're really good. But man, when City High, when they, when they're, when they put their foot to the pedal offensively um, and, and they hit shots and they share the ball, they, I mean, and they get up and down the court, you know, they're, they're really tough to stop. Um, and I was just, I was going to look ahead a little bit at West they're in it now because they go to Cedar Falls, then they go to Prairie, they have City again. They got Xavier Southeast Pole uh, with Waterloo East mixed in there. And then um, the same way looking at City, um, this league, it's just – it's full of games, right? I mean, they, have, they, go to, they go to Xavier, which is no picnic. Then they have West on the road, Prairie on the road, and, and Liberty again. And then they go to – and then they have Valley. That's at home. Um, but, yeah. A bunch of good basketball coming January. January, we talk about this all the time. I just looked at my schedule and when I texted you the other day about photos. 
when you get to this, um, when you play in these conferences, it gets really fun. I mean, it's a lot like, you know, it's a lot like looking at the ESPN lineup and seeing how good of games there's been when you get to January, you know, and, and it's all conference games all the time. I think they missed the goaltending last night. Oh my gosh. I didn't, I'm working. I how, didn't is that, how is that not replayable? And then I just saw, a re- I didn't see a replay of that, Rob, honestly, until this, mo- <laughs> until this morning. And then I got all fired up. That's how that I woke was, up. That was brutal. I, you know, we should get to fish. We should, I, I really would like to ask an official this. I'm assuming that that's a harder call than what people think, because I'm guessing with three officials out there, I don't know this. I've never asked anyone this. I'm guessing you don't really watch, like, not everybody's responsibility isn't to watch the ball go, yeah. go in, right? It's like you're watching, because that's what every fan does, right? Somebody shoots it, you just track the ball. But, I mean, you got to watch all the stuff going on under the basket, you know, et cetera. But, yeah. Anyway, you look at the schedule now, Rob, our schedule for our, our seven teams. And, you know, we got City, we got City Liberty again. We have City West again. We have West Branch Regina again. Um, you know, we have Sol and West Branch. It's like there's just, you know, we have Clear Creek Williamsburg again. Um, it's There's a bunch of really good games out there. And that doesn't include, you know, obviously we have West Branch, West Liberty again. We have um, uh, West Branch or West Liberty Regina again. There's just, there's a bunch of really good games out there. I mentioned, you know, Clear Creek Boys, Beckman. That doesn't mention the other ones that aren't you know, area team versus area team. Um, so there's a bunch of really good games looming up there. And, and like I said, you know, um, city has two left with CIML teams. I think they, I think they ended at walking Northwest, if I remember right. And, and West has one of those. So there's a bunch of really good conference games or some really good non-conference games. So the basketball here in the next you know month, before we even get to the playoffs is we're going to be at a bunch of good games. So it's exciting. Yeah, like we t- talked about last week, once it got kickstarted again after the break, it, it just comes at comes at us fast and furious. Yeah, and if you if you like snow, it's beautiful out today. But if you like snow, we just need snow on on Mondays and Wednesdays. No snow, <laughs> no snow on Tuesdays or Fridays or Saturdays. I think it's supposed no snow. to snow this Friday. Not to it be is. the bearer of bad news. No, it is. My wife told me that uh, this morning. So here's how I wake up. I wake up. My wife tells me it's supposed to snow. Oh, no, it's supposed to snow on Friday. And then, like, 30 seconds later, I see a replay of the non-goal tent. How'd, you, how'd your day start, Rob? Yeah, we with a bad dog. <laughs> yeah, Rob. <laughs> so, yes. I shouldn't complain. I shouldn't complain. Much There's much worse ways to start a day. <laughs> Although, well, my, five-year-old, my five-year-old snores now. And she's not sick. Like, her nose is like, there's no but... She started snoring and it's like, it's like old man snoring. It's not like little, it's not like cute, like little kids snoring. I don't know what's gotten into her. Our dog snores. <laughs> it's pretty loud too. We should, uh, Kaylee can sleep with your dog. They can put him, we can put them in a room together. All right. Well, if we survive the weather this week and uh, games are played, which I'm sure they will be, we'll be back uh, next week to talk more area high school athletics. Anything else we need to hit on here, Ryan, before we get out? I did want to mention, and we sold some photos last night, which brought it to my attention. People are interested in buying photos from the events that we're at. Uh, Check out 
there's a tab on the front page of yourprepsports.com. Buy photos, hit on that, and it'll it'll walk you through it easier than I can explain it on this podcast. Yeah, um, and then we were we were kind of looking ahead and really quick, huge huge wrestling weekend coming in the area. Um, all of our teams are at home for duels on Thursday. Um, West Branch and Regina both have conference um, triangulars. Sometimes, sometimes I have them down for triangulars in their, in their quads in the, in the, uh, in the RVC, but I'm pretty sure those are triangulars. And then um, Clear Creek's at home. They have Mount Vernon. Uh, Solon's at home. I think they have a triangular with a couple of WAMAC teams and then, then cities at Liberty. Um, and I think West has a triangular too. And then Saturday, um, Solon has the Ed Haydenfeld invite. Um, I'll plan on being over there. Um, cities in Cedar Rapids. West is at a really good Bettendorf tournament, um, as they always are. They're at a they're at a freaking great tournament every weekend. It seems like with their schedule. Um, but yeah, so the, so there's. I mean, we were talking about the basketball, but Rob, state wrestling is basically in a month. So I mean, wrestling really heats up now. We'll have a bunch of wrestling on the website stuff. Obviously, we've talked about it before a ton of good wrestlers in the area, swimming, bowling. Um, all that stuff is, is really starting to heat up. So we'll have, we'll have more of that um, probably than what we've had in the last month going forward, just because those really kind of start heating up. But this week, if you're, um, we certainly you know, talk about those things, but big wrestling Thursday, and then all of our teams in action uh, this weekend too. So in, in Solon at home. So, and, and there's several, I think Clear Creek and West Branch are both at Solon. The Hayden felt a good tournament i think i've made i think i've covered that every year since i've been back here but that's always a really good tournament um they bring a lot of good teams in so the finals of that are always uh the finals of all these tournaments are almost always good but but that's that always has a really really good feel um you look at some of the people that have won that you know two or three times and and it's a pretty prestigious list of, of wrestlers so that's been a good tournament for a long long time Get out and check out those events if you can on wrestling. We'll uh, we'll talk about that more next week on uh, what happens at those events. And uh, been impressed with attendance at the events I've been out shooting this year. So good job on you folks and continue to support the local athletes. And we'll do our best to do the same here on the podcast. Everything that you need is on yourprepsports.com. Uh, statistics, stories, photos, everything. Check out that, uh, your one-stop shop for area athletics. And that'll do it for us today on the Seven Nation Podcast. We'll talk to you again next week. Say goodbye, Ryan. Bye.